1: Jesus said this when he came to the earth. For the Son of Man came to seek and save that which was lost. They're going back to the main thing. Look, we came to share what Jesus can do in a person's life. We can't shut up. We recognize this as a door of opportunity. You know, Jesus came to the earth. That was his door of opportunity for us. Sometimes we have to step across the street or across the office or the classroom or across the city to share the good news. We have to share the truth that we know. God changes lives.
0: It's amazing that God chooses to work through us to spread His message of good news and salvation. If you were God, would you have chosen to use just ordinary people to spread your news? He could have chosen to use any other magnificent thing to tell the world about Himself. But He chose to use us, ordinary people. We are a demonstration of God's love, grace, and power. The best advertisers... Pastor Mark will encourage us to go boldly out into the marketplace of the world and share God's good news. Boldness comes from knowing God loves you and gave His life for you. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of this broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark in the book of Acts, chapter 3, verse 5, with our continuing study entitled, Jesus Follow me and become like me.
1: Lord, let us your for Every pastor at this church, when they do a funeral, they ask for people to get saved. Why? Because the people watching the funeral, they know it's going to be them one day. See, that's an open door. Marriage problem, family problem, children, teenager, pregnancy, a spouse walks out the door, natural disasters... All of those are crossroads that all of us have in life. What are they? Open of opportunity. So when I see them, I can't just look at them. I have to open the door and go through to them. And when I go through, I'm going to be touching people. There's only three things important in life. God, people, and how I use my time. I'll be touching people. That's exactly like Jesus. It's exactly like Jesus. By the way, how did those 199 people get saved last weekend at our places? You invited them. You brought them. You encouraged people. Thank you. You served. You ministered in the parking lot and a million other places. All that happened, all those people came to Christ because of you. You. Of course, ultimately God. But you walked your doors. Thank you. I was reading a pastor this week. He said, we should do Easter every week. Well, what he meant by that was this. If you and I were as intentional every week in inviting lost people as we were Easter week, maybe it would make a big difference. Could I hear an amen somewhere? So don't forget. Well, Easter's over. I got to. I got plenty of time to not go by this door till Christmas is coming. No, let's be intentional. Good stuff. Now look at verse 12. You know already heard this. When Peter saw this, he said to the men of Israel, "Why does this surprise you as they're looking at this miracle? Why do you stare at us? By if our own power or God did this, we made this man. Uh, I mean, we, we made him walk. Now watch what. Watch what he does when he walks through the door." He begins his second sermon. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, he's speaking to Jews, he knows his audience, has glorified his servant, Jesus. The very next thing we see Peter do is teach biblical truth from the Old Testament. Remember, these people didn't have Scripture. They'd been taught orally. So Peter is going to teach them the same way, orderly, orally. That's why the C company, we're getting this language translated to the people, the whole video to the people, so they can learn the Bible. Jesus always taught the importance of us being able to share Scripture. Notice what Jesus says in Matthew four four. You see it on the overhead. Jesus answered, it is written, man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. So if I'm going to be like Jesus, what does that mean? Here's what I want you to write down. Christ's followers know the word here in Melbourne and Vera. They know the word, and you can share the word like Jesus. See, if you've been a Christian two years, you ought to be able to lead someone to Christ. No problem at all. You don't have to be a biblical scholar, but you should know that. Peter was explaining how the miracle happened. And of course, it's always going to go back to the Word of God. It brings truth. It brings life. It brings fulfillment. And everything about the Word is about God. And so he says, hey, you know the God of your grandfathers? How about Abraham? Well, this is the same God. And by the way, he's going to say Jesus is God. God. Which they didn't get. Now, let me summarize a little bit what happens next. Chapter 4. The religious leaders, when they see a crowd, and then they see something else happen. The religious leader is not too worried about the crowd. But we understand from Scripture, as a result of Peter's second sermon, Peter's first sermon, 3,000 men got saved. Peter's second sermon, it says right here, here's the second sermon, 2,000 men get saved. So now we have between 10 and 15 or maybe even 20,000 new believers in a matter of a few days. What are the religious people doing? Mm -hmm. They're trying to figure out what's going to happen. They're angry. See, when we walk through doors of opportunity, God honors that. Now, next thing is going to happen is Peter and John are going to be arrested. It's late in the evening. They put him in jail. And then the next morning, because the crowd disperses, the next morning they get Peter and John together. And here's what they say to Peter and John in the morning. By what power did you do this miracle? Door by what power did you do this miracle? Well, it was my power. This my second sermon. Not quite as good as the first, 3,000 the first second, but I'm doing okay. You know Peter's not going to answer that way. Would you call that a door of opportunity? When the religious leaders say, How did this happen? Well, you watch what Peter says. He goes through and he responds, and he, he brings it all back to one thing Jesus. Look at verse 12. We already read it earlier. Peter makes this statement to the religious leaders. Salvation is found in no one else, for there's no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. Where did Peter and John learn this truth? Where did Peter and John learn that there's only one way to heaven? Where did Peter and John learn that there's only one way through the door of salvation, and that door is Jesus Christ? Well, here's where they learned it. Remember what Jesus taught them? John 14, 6. Jesus answered, I and the way, and the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father. No one goes to heaven. And as they come through me, the door of salvation. So what does that mean? What is is Peter doing as he's walked through this door of opportunity? Here's what you want to write. Christ followers boldly proclaim the good news just like Jesus. This boldness to speak without fear. Nothing held back. Where did that boldness come from? You'll see in these passages 3 and 4, They're filled and they're refilled again. Acts one eight. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and all the ends of the earth. In other words, when this man was healed, it was not the ability of man. The ability of man is not equal to the power of God. It was the power of God. The same boldness that gives Peter in front of these religious leaders the boldness to make that claim. Now, Look at verse 18. Then they called them in again and commanded them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. You know, what happened is the religious leaders are are in a quandary. They're saying this privately. Look, the lame man's there. I mean, he keeps jumping up and down all over the city. We can't say it was a fake. Well, what are we going to do about this? Well, there's only one thing to do. We're the religious leaders. We're going to tell them, shut your mouth. We don't want you saying one more word again. Now, we already saw the first persecution. This is the first persecution. They're thrown. By the way, I didn't write that one, but you can think about it. If you're going to walk like Jesus, you're going to be persecuted. Jesus said in this life, if they hated me, they're going to hate you. At some point, it's just going to be that way. Much worse overseas at the moment, but who knows what will happen in this country. So they say to Peter and John, just shut up. Don't talk about this anymore. This is a way to kind of, you know, just kind of put this thing and keep it in a safe mode. Well, verse 19 is a door. Verse 19 is a door of opportunity. They say, all right, you're there. You're Peter and John. And the religious leaders say this to you. Do not speak about Jesus again. Okay, thank you. No, this is a door of opportunity. This is a door of ministry. This is a door of teaching time. Watch what Peter says. Peter and John, they're together, replied together. Now judge for yourself whether it's right in God's sight to obey you rather than God. That's a bold statement in itself. For we cannot help. This is where I want all of us to be. We cannot help speaking about what we have seen and heard. Remember the song? I can't help myself. I can't help myself. That's what Peter says. Look, in the last few weeks, we've seen Jesus risen from the dead. How can I not talk about that? And then when I preached my first sermon, I didn't even have my iPad with me. And 3,000 people got saved. And then when well, we just saw a lame man who never walked, he's jumping. knees around. Look at it. There he is right there. Blah, 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 blah. I-, I can't help talking about the changed lives see if you're around in your life there's no changed lives anywhere and i want to say this with kindness this is why because you're absorbed with self that's not the way we were designed to live pastor mark i don't have opportunities like these oh yes we do well, maybe not healing a man certainly not raising somebody from the dead but we have opportunities. All those cross points I gave you. See, Peter says, well, I can't shut up. I've seen too many changed lives. You say, Pastor Mark, I'm just a normal, ordinary person. I know, we already covered that. That's who these people are. But they're empowered by the Holy Spirit. They're filled with the Holy Spirit. So, what is Peter saying to these men? Write it down. Christ followers stay on mission like Jesus. Christ followers stand, on mission like Jesus. Jesus said this when he came to the earth, for the son of man came to seek and save that which was lost. They're going back to the main thing. Look, we came to share what Jesus can do in a person's life. We can't shut up. We recognize this as a door of opportunity. You know, Jesus came to the earth. That was his door of opportunity for us. Sometimes we have to step across the street or across the office or the classroom or across the city to share the good news. We have to share the truth that we know. God changes lives. Now look back at verse 19 again. What is Peter saying? Peter says this. No, no, no. We take our orders from God, not from man. Peter and John remind us that our God, our boss, is Jesus. We're here to please God and not man. Would you write it like this? Christ's followers live for an audience of one. I listen for God and I want to be submitted and obedient just like Jesus. Jesus said this, I've come down from heaven not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me. Remember, bottom line, if I'm going to be like Jesus, I'm going to live to please God. And one of the things that I will definitely do is stay on mission. I won't get sidetracked with all the weird things that are happening in my life. I'll get sidetracked by the enemy, if I'm not careful, to go down rabbit trails and argue about little things and all kind of stuff that's happening and not keep the main thing right in front of my eyes that God changes people's lives. Now, go down to verse 29. After they say to them, no, we're going to just obey God, notice what they do. They get all the believers together, as many as they can, and look at what they say in verse 29. Now, Lord... Consider their threats, their real threats, and enable your servants to speak your, your word with what? Great boldness. Now that's exactly the opposite of what they were just told to do. And stretch out your hands to heal and perform miraculous signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. So the disciples get together and they pray again because they're dependent on God. See, prayer just simply says, I, I, I need you, God. As they're praying, this prayer is a door of opportunity. Pastor Mark, a a prayer is a door of opportunity? Absolutely. What are they praying for? Many doors of opportunity. Boldness to speak. Touching hands. Miracles. Seeing God change lives. See, they expected it to happen, so they prayed for it. That's where I want you to get to. That's where I want to be. Why did they do that? Take a look at this. Here's what you want to write this morning. Christ followers pray for and expect greater influence. Exactly as Jesus had predicted. This wasn't something they came up with. One day when Jesus said he was going back to heaven, he said to them, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit another one just like me. And by the way, he said this in verse 12 of John 14. I tell you the truth, anyone who has faith in me will do what I've been doing. He will do even greater things than these because I'm going to the Father. Now, not greater in raising people from the dead. You can't be any better than that. What Jesus meant was, when I was here on earth, I was one. Right now, there's 120. Really, right now, there's probably uh, 20,000. Well, 20,000 can do a lot more than one. You can only be in one place if you're one. 20,000 people. In a few moments, when I let you out, you're going to be... And this week, you guys will be in thousands of places here in Melbourne and Vieira. You're going to be around people I could never touch. They would never eat. I, the door of opportunity isn't going to be open for me. They don't know who I am. They know who you are. And Jesus never left. Jesus never really left Israel. We have missionaries all over the world. We're planning to do more. Your $20 is going to send the word to Africa. I mean, It's amazing. And it's beginning to happen. And that's exactly what they prayed for. They prayed and they expected that to happen. That should remind you of something. Two weeks ago, if you weren't here, God renewed the prophecy he gave for our church in Isaiah 54. And the church is just people. It's you. And let me remind you what God said to us that weekend. By the way, if you weren't here... Go online, listen to the teaching, because this is what God's going to do in your life. And and but you can stop and get a DVD of it, however you want. Here's what God said to us. I'm making you aware, Calvary Chapel Meburn, to get ready because I'm going to continue to give you more spiritual influence here in Melbourne, uh, Vieira, Sebastian, all of our campuses. Influence that will spread out to the north, south, east, and west. You are going to see many lost people being added to my kingdom. Get ready to disciple them. Get ready to get them into small groups. You will be planning many new churches. You will be sending many new missionaries around the world. Let me just stop and say this. We have a, a, a two people, one of our elders and one of our pastors right now are in a, in a certain area of Haiti. We've never been before. They're there this morning. A brand new ministry has just opened up in the last few weeks for us. And it's a person that walked into this church, has had a ministry, an orphanage, a school, and a hospital. And they're looking for somebody to come alongside spiritually and minister to them. See, it's already beginning to happen. I want you to understand, it's already beginning to happen. And you need to expect it. Let me finish. You'll be not only planting many new churches and sending missionaries, but don't get comfortable because I'm going to stretch your faith, the faith of your pastors and elders and leaders and every Christ follower at CCM. Now expect me to do more amazing things as you win a disciple of the lost who are searching for purpose and meaning in their lives. And this is what I want to challenge you with this morning. When Jesus walked, he walked in the power of the Holy Spirit come under the influence of the Holy Spirit. And there is a door between the door of salvation and the door of heaven. It's the door of ministry. This is where ministry is done. Many of you don't expect it. And because of that, you never pray for it. Start praying and then add faith to it. Because it's going to happen in your life. It's going to happen in your life. I told you, Wednesday night, a young lady, I I, I just did a Bible study and I said, if anyone's here, don't know Christ, she just walked up and says, my first time in the church, I I want to be saved. That's fantastic. Who did that? God did that. It was a door of opportunity. I'm going to give you a door this morning to do the same thing. Now, let me stop for a moment. Where is God going with this prophecy for us? By the way, it's not just for us. He has that prophecy for hundreds of thousands of churches around the world. Where is he going with it? Well, did this walking like Jesus, these doors of opportunities that we see John and Peter starting, did it go anywhere? Did it ever make an impact? Well, let me show you what the world looked like in Israel 30 years later. Take a look at what we read in John 17. Look at this. The way of Jesus, the changing lives of Jesus was so broad that when these Christians came to this town, look what they say. These Christians, Christ followers, who have turned the world upside down, have come here too. What happened in 30 years? Israel and part, many parts of the world, Paul went all over the place, Thomas went to India, people went all over the What happened? They were turned upside down. Shall we say, they were turned right side up. How did that happen? Because they learned to become like Jesus and to minister like Jesus. I gave you a lot of points this morning to get started. Would you begin to look at those in your own individual life? Would you begin to pray about them? Would you begin to say, God, I want to not walk by these doors of opportunity. Now, don't go out there and try to force something. You don't go into work and say, okay, anybody have a death this week? Anybody have a hospital thing this week? That's foolishness. Be led, not by yourself, but by who? The Spirit. Does the Spirit know all things? Yes, He does. He knows the hearts of everybody. You might even be walking out of here this morning and someone, God will say, just go over and give Him a hug and give Him a word of encouragement. That's not weird. Remember I told you a few weeks ago, the girl gave $120, bucks 1st time ever to God in ties, and she walks down to this guy, gives her 120 bucks. he says, I only give 100 normal. What happened? Being led by the Spirit right in church. Expect it. Pray for it. This is about you learning to walk. And let me just say one more thing, then we're going to close. By the way, when you and I, when you and I walk through a door of opportunity, when this happens, that's what brings purpose and fulfillment, not just to the lives of people, but to me. When you do it, you finally realize you have a purpose. You're Jesus on this earth and I can't wait to see all the things that are going to happen now remember if nothing changes where are all the people that were here last week except for the 200 nothing's changed but you're different we're going to change now let me go back to this and we're going to pray some of you here this morning this is what Jesus is saying to us follow me become like me except expanded abilities some we've already said it's more Mark, I don't have that ability expanded abilities expanded resources expanded opportunities and expanded influence that's what you should be praying in your quiet time God I want to follow you I want to become like you this is for the elders this is for the pastors this is for every single one of you at all of our campuses this is for me I want to be and accomplish what God wants me to be. Because it's all about people. Lost people matter to God.
0: Are you ready to walk through doors of opportunities? Pastor Mark continued to teach us to be bold, to look for these doors and walk through them. We need to expect to find these doors and then God will give them to us. And as God gives them to us, He will give us the power to walk through them. God will give you the resources that you need. He wants to use you because you've seen His love and His compassion. Thanks so much for joining us today. Pastor Mark will continue to go through this series in the next edition of Lessons for Living. To add today's message to your study library, simply log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com and select the Order a Message option from the main menu. The cost for each CD is $5, and that includes shipping. Again, to place an order for a CD, simply log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com and select the Order a Message option from the main menu. Now here's Josh with today's message number and title. Thanks. The message number from today's broadcast is 6107, and the title of this message is Jesus, Follow Me and Become Like Me. Again, the title of today's message is Jesus, follow me and become like me and the message number is 6107. Place a marker in your Bibles and join us next time here on Lessons for Living as we continue to learn about loving others as God loves them. Pastor Mark will remind us that love is a verb. It's what Christ followers should be really good at but it seems to be the absolute most impossible thing to do at times. But when we begin to look at people with God's eyes, we can begin to love like God loves. We've run out of time today, but we do encourage you to tune in next time as Pastor Mark will continue sharing with us from the book of 1 John. That's next time on Lessons for Living.
1: His Word made flesh in a hurting world, a new hope He is giving, Lord let us hear your lessons for living, Lord, let us hear your lessons for living.